Welcome back to Statement Piece. Yes, today it's an episode back with just me and Catherine. Another little opinion episode talking about some polarizing fashion trends. <laughs> Indeed. First of all, we're going to go over our current events. So something surprising but not surprising is that Kimye is over after six years of marriage. Yes, they officially filed for divorce. It's interesting because I recently found out that if you live in the state of California, it's really important the date of separation. So like because you know how like all of the news of this came out in like January. Yeah. Yeah, so since then like anything that she's like bringing in doesn't go to him. Oh. Everything else is like fair game. Our next current event is in regards to someone else in the Carr-Jenner family. So Kendall Jenner is the latest subject of a lot of controversy and backlash as she announced her new tequila brand named 818. Basically, a lot of social media users have pointed out that a tequila brand is another example of celebrities profiting off other cultures, especially in this case where it is Mexican traditions. This isn't something new. If you think about Casamigos, for example, that's George Clooney and Randy Gerber, and there are many more celebrities who have followed suit. All right. Uh, Additionally, Texas has been hit hard this week with unprecedented winter snowstorms resulting in freezing temperatures and unsafe conditions. Many Texans have been without power, heating, water, food, and stable housing for days, according to the Slacktivists. So in order to help, there are quite a few mutual aid groups in Texas within Dallas, Houston, San Antonio, Austin, and North Texas. If you want exact links on how to help, then check out at the Slacktivists on Instagram. I think they're a really good resource on how to get involved with social issues. Hopefully Texans stay warm and safe. Uh, Finally, we wanted to discuss Clubhouse, an app that Sita and I have been messing around with. There's been some discourse over potential Black cultural appropriation within Clubhouse because there has been a recent room called NYU Girls Roasting Tech Guys that has been blowing up. A lot of celebrities, including Taylor Lorenz and Justin Kahn, have been participating in it. But a lot of Black creators have talked back, saying that they started the trend, but they were removed from the app for it because it was a quote-unquote misuse of the app. And they were also missing out on a lot of sponsorship opportunities that the NYU girls are now receiving. Like um, entry into Clubhouse, I have seven invites. Just (laughs) reach out to me. (laughs) But it's an interesting platform. I always talk to Catherine about this, how I think it's interesting how people are moving towards audio content. Right. Hopefully it's our audio content. True that. Subscribe <laughs> to Statement Peace. <laughs> Let's get on with the episode. Here we are. <laughs> All right. So today we're going to be reviewing controversial fashion trends. This was a requested topic by one of our audience members. And we thought it was really interesting because I personally partake in a couple of controversial and polarizing fashion trends that Sita calls me out for. So we're here to debate. (laughs) I'm so excited. I will always give my two cents on these little trends over here. We have a small list. Polarizing fashion trends are not limited to these, but they were just some that we thought would be interesting to discuss. Also, I would like to say 
I am hypocritical. So even though I have certain opinions, it does not mean that I do not wear them. Okay. So no one call me out in person. All right. So our first polarizing. Oh, okay. So I think the way we'll organize this is to go by shoes, then accessories, and then clothing. So first of all, we're going to be discussing Uggs. Yes, an iconic, I feel like Californian shoe, right? Like, okay, it yes. First popular I, in California. I think it still is popular in California because every time I come home, I will go to a coffee bean on a cold, as in 57 degrees, Sunday morning, and I'll see people in Uggs. I feel like it's a California thing because it doesn't rain and there's no snow, but it's really warm and people here get cold easily. So I personally prescribe to it. And fun fact, when Sita and I were (laughs) in college, in our society, there was someone who said that they were scared to tea, which is like rushing our society, because they thought that we dressed up too much and there'd be too much pressure to dress up. But then someone else said to them, no worries, Catherine wears Uggs to class every day. But it's completely a fact. I would walk to class in my Ugg slippers every day because they were so warm and easy to put on. And as much as I would have liked to believe that I only dress up and put on makeup uh, for myself and not for others, that is 100% false. Yeah, it's interesting because I feel like, again, on the West Coast, they have had a little bit of a resurgence. Like you see the really mini Uggs, like the tiny ones on like Kendall Jenner, Kaya Gerber, you know, people like that. So I feel like it's definitely here to stay. My own opinions on it is that Uggs are for ugly, but they're not horrible. Like I, I've definitely prescribed to this trend. Growing up in Minnesota, like you have to do anything to keep yourself warm. And I also have Ugg slippers that I wear in the house. Um, Are they the same out. ones that I have? No, no. Oh, maybe, I don't know. But not out in public. <laughs> I don't even think I've seen them on you. One moment that I feel like Ugg really fortified their space in fashion is when they had Andre Leon Talley. <laughs> I don't mean to sound ridiculous. I don't know who that man is. Catherine, self-proclaimed <laughs> fashion lover, doesn't even know who the fashion icons are. For me, when Uggs really fortified their space in the fashion industry, and I said, wow, like, this is definitely a moment. I even discussed this with my mom, because she recognized this as well, was when Andre Leon Talley was seen as the face of Ugg in a couple of photos. But anyways, so he's previously made headlines for pairing the high fashion outfits with Ugg boots while sitting in the front row at Fashion Week. So he's definitely a huge uh, supporter of Uggs. For someone like Andre, who was the former creative director at Vogue, it's just really cool to see that he is such a big supporter of Ugg, which I feel like is notoriously known as an ugly shoe. Well, I feel like it was different because he wore it. He wore Uggs with laces which I think is kind of a vibe, but the well, classic. There, there are other ones with um, like with the slippers. And then when he was in the front yeah. row at Fashion Week, it was just like the regular. Oh, I see. I see. Like, mid-calf Uggs. 
Oh, I see. Yeah. Why do you think that people think that they're ugly just because they have like no shape? They remind me of like paws on <laughs> Valid, valid. I mean, it's basically like a huge mitten for your foot because there's like, there's no shape to it. It's like a snuggie for your foot. True. Love it. All right. Shall we move on to dad shoes? Sure. I'm looking at the trendspotter.net 20 coolest dad shoes to rock in 2021. Number one, Adidas Yeezy Boost, the classic Yeezys. Number two, Nike Men's Air Monarch 4 Cross Trainer. Number three, Puma Select Men's RSX FD Sneakers. But why do you think we affiliate them with dads? Well, when the trend first came about, they, like, I remember they were like the Reebok chunky sneakers that you would see your dads wear or people way back when I don't know which years would wear to their aerobic classes you know where the sole is really chunky and I think people just associated them with dads because a stereotypical American dad with like a graphic tee that's (laughs) and cargo pants (laughs) oversized and cargo shorts yes cargo shorts and dad sneakers and a baseball cap. Isn't it like, weird that our mind just forms these tropes? Like, from what? I think it's all around in society. Like, you think about, like, TV shows. If you think about when you go and watch a play or something. Like, the way everyone is presented is kind of, um, like, propagating these tropes. Do you want to prescribe to it yourself and have you? Oh, I definitely have. Balenciaga Triple S. <laughs> Would you continue wearing them? Would you wear them again? Yeah. I mean, I think they're... Uh, okay. Well, my issue with them is that I have really big feet. Mm. So wearing them accentuates the size of that. And I've definitely had people say to me that, oh, they make your feet look even bigger than they are. And they don't like the look of it. Yeah. Fun fact, Zeta and I are the same foot size. And I feel the same way. They make my feet look huge. I can only do it if I'm wearing platforms because then they're obviously very large and it's not just due to my foot size. Yeah. But I do think like one good thing is that they make your ankles look like really small. The last time I talked to Bleep, he, he, was, he asked me, he was like, really say something mean to me. I was like, yeah, literally name a laundry <laughs> list. And I was like, oh, like, say something mean about me. He was like, all I can think of is that I didn't actually like your shoes that you wore last summer. So mean. Would I wear them again? Yes. I think it's a nice way to wear a white sneaker, a little edge, and great for height. It's also great if you want kind of like a heel, but that's more comfortable that you want to mm. wear if you're going out in the evening. But other than that, I do think it's a trend that is slowly leaving. But who knows? Maybe we'll see a resurgence of the dad sneaker as we're moving out of the pandemic. It's interesting because I feel like this trend has been going on for a while. Like I found this article on USA Today, Dad Shoes, the Ugly Sneakers that Celebrities and Designers Have Turned Trendy. It's from August 2018. And it shows all these pictures of Ariana Grande wearing Naked Wolf sneakers, Chance the Rapper wearing Yeezys, Rita Ora wearing Nikes. And there's like Reebok in the article. um, And it talks about um, Katie Smith, a retail analysis and insights director for Edited, told USA Today, just within this year, chunky sneakers have seen a 238% uptick in stock in the last three months compared to the three months prior to that. 
And it's difficult to, it says it's difficult to pinpoint exactly who started the dad shoe trend. Jane, according to Jane Buckingham, the founder and CEO of trend forecasting company Trend Era, but it says that brands like Nike and Adidas started going chunkier about a year ago. Do you think that Kanye was the one that started it? No. Mm. Or, or a less athletic, more ready to wear option became really popularized. And I think it was a way for fashion houses to then like add a little edge to it. All I think about it that TikTok is like add a little space. <laughs> and that's how it became what it is and of course like all fashion trends go in and out so I think it was just a reflection of what occurred or what was present in the past being the aerobic dad sneaker style do I think it's crazy though because when I was doing a little bit of research for this episode there's still articles today about which dad sneakers are going to be trendy like the one that you pulled up So considering that it's three years later, I don't know. That's a little wild to me. And I don't know if it's actually going to last through the summer. Mm. I feel like because um, it's kind of a part of that like big, small thing. Like, you know how people like to pair like big t-shirts with like a small skirt or like small shirts with big pants. Mm -hmm. So it can kind of complement that. Mm like those proportions yeah that's very true all right shall we move on to Birkenstocks yes have you ever owned a Birkenstock I have really I have and reason being was that they were very trendy at my school in Canada and I didn't have the like sandal kind or actually I did um but they were white and had blue and pink butterflies on them and then before that I had these wool clogs like the clog Birkenstock oh my gosh I can't even believe I'm saying (laughs) (laughs) that had and it was like the wool like felt uh type of thing and I I had those because I could wear them at school because I had a uniform and they were really strict about what you could and couldn't wear especially shoes um and those were ones I could wear not in class but I could wear like before and leaving class because we even had restrictions on those um have I judged every single person I know for wearing Birkenstocks yes (laughs) that is complete yes I will send this episode to Michelle Atwood who I apologize do you always call her out for wearing Birks um yes okay we spent the summer in Paris together and every single time she wore Birkenstocks I was like this is a clear signal that you're American (laughs) which she isn't even that American but like I don't know I just think they're not a pretty shoe they give you the worst tan Mm. I understand that they're good for your feet in a sense like there's some arch support um but they just remind me of like old people shoes. Um, Catherine, how do you feel about Birkenstocks? <laughs> okay, so I used to never go outside when it rained, like because I grew up in LA, so it would only rain one or two days a year. And I would barely even go to school. And I just didn't even know what you even wore in the rain. I would go out in my normal shoes and just like pray that it would dry up at some point. So then when I went to Wellesley, I saw the weather for my move-in day. 
and it, it said that it was going to rain. So I immediately went out to try and go buy some waterproof shoes, which to me meant that it had to be rubber, but it was also summer. So I didn't want to wear boots. So I bought the one strap of <laughs> croc material Birkenstocks in black. And I love really comfortable shoes like that, that I don't even have to reach down to put on. And now I've transitioned into Nike slides, which people make just as much fun of me for. But I don't regret the comfort. <laughs> and also, I just try to have a popping outfit on top and then a pedicure and then the shoes will just be disregarded. <laughs> the first time I saw Catherine wearing these Birkenstocks, I was shocked. Aghast. Aghast. <laughs> Good GRE term. Thank you. Now, I do have to say I am a hypocrite because I recently was on the wait list for the Chanel Birkenstocks and I got a pair. So I guess. You did? Wait, the white ones with like widgets on them? No, 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 no. They're black and they are. Here, I'll show you. Wait, the Chanel Birkenstock, I feel like, is a little bit different because there's an ankle strap. It's almost like a trendy. Uh, what is that shoe called? Like a tacky? Do you know those like hiking shoes? Oh, <laughs> Tevas. Yeah. <laughs> a Teva. You're right. They are more similar to Tevas. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. Does it mean that I think Chanel made it trendy? Not exactly. I just think seeing it so much has warmed me up to the trend. And yeah. also I do think quote unquote ugly items are becoming more fashionable it's like the emma chamberlain effect if you can make something traditionally not cute look cute then you're even more of a fashionista see i wouldn't give her all the credit Mm. but yeah i agree this can go back to the like shoes slides Mm. well as i was saying i wear slides all the time and i love it I think they're just so comfortable. And especially if they're Yeezy slides, it's such a statement. I would have to disagree. I think any branded slides are tacky. Wait, really? Yes. I, it's like, what are you trying to prove? Wait, now, there, there is a context for these slides, though. Like, you're going to the beach. You're by the pool. You have communal showers. Sure. <laughs> that's great wearing to the them to the grocery store no you know like your toes are not safe <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah okay people keep on calling me out for wearing my nike slides but i'm like what else am i supposed to wear like i don't like to tie a shoe every day and keep my feet like i like to have my feet be in a breathable environment <laughs> Because I feel like flip-flops are tacky looking and Not like, flip-flops, but like a proper sandal. Like, what do you mean? Throws away Nike slides for Chanel Birkenstocks. Yeah. <laughs> we could, honestly. Um, hmm. How do you feel about guys wearing slides? I think it's fine, especially if they wear, um, if they're wearing joggers. I think it's kind of hot. It's a like a guy wearing joggers and slides that really gives like a shiver down my spine. You know what that reminds me of? Hmm. Like typical Asian guys. You're so right though. It's like totally an Asian move. Yeah. And I'm like, Ew. oh wait, you know what would be a good substitute is espadrilles. 
yeah, us foot drills are great. See, that's what I mean. So many different types of shoes that could keep your feet stinky free, but a little more stylish. I don't like, I, I think slides are fine, like in the house though. You know, it's like similar to like flip flops or something. Yeah. Like, in your well, home, it's totally fine. Well, the thing is I'm like rolling up to earth cafe and slides. And then when someone shows up with like head to toe, um, like off-white and Fendi, then I feel a little out of place. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about men wearing open-toed shoes? Uh, I think it's fine. I actually, I feel like I don't even notice when they do. Oh my gosh, really? Maybe that's just me. Do you think it's creepy looking? Guys' toes are kind of weird. I just get really freaked out. I'm like, why are your feet out? Like, especially when <laughs> men wear flip-flops. It's like such a little coverage for such a big foot. Yeah. It's literally like a thong on a foot. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, fine, Sita. Maybe it's time that I graduate from slides. I guess I can't be like 35 and walking around wearing slides. No, at that point, it's okay because then you're like a mom (laughs) in Beverly Hills, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I'll look at some espadrilles. You convince me. (laughs) Glad I'm doing some good work over here. (laughs) A community service. Done. (laughs) I'll make sure to add it on my med school application. <laughs> All right. Moving on to Crocs. Thoughts, Otis? Okay. This is also a trend I prescribed to when I was very young. Back when I lived in Canada, I had a light blue pair of Crocs with all the little like widgets, I think. Widgets, with all the widgets. Um. I thought they were ugly then. I still think they're ugly now. When people actually wear them in public, like I went to high school in Minnesota and a lot of things are based off of comfort there. And when people would wear Crocs, it's a class, I would literally be like, you think this is like, I almost think it's like a trope of like uh, Minnesota like athlete where they would wear like sweatpants, a sweatshirt and Crocs with the crew socks to class. I'm like, why do you look like this? <laughs> so <laughs> ugly. I never thought I'd be so connected to Minnesota, honestly. What I do like about Crocs, though, is that they have adopted the Dutch, uh, like, clog type of shoe style. And I think it's kind of interesting how they took that, like, a really classic traditional shoe shape that has so much history associated with it and made it this modern, really ugly type of shoe that a lot of people like because of the versatility like those little holes in them like great ventilation for your feet so I actually never owned croc crocs but I bought the fake ones from Skechers and I bought the ones that were like a knockoff on the van style but made of the croc material and then obviously I had widgets in them as well and I would wear it with the uh culottes and an aeropostale t-shirt wow. <laughs> how middle school is that Honestly, I feel like all of those trends are coming back, though. Like, you could wear that outfit now and be called a fashion icon. I'd be called Y2K Queen. <laughs> a new Pinterest influencer right literally, here. Literally, literally. Or one time I think Crocs really made it in the fashion world was when Balenciaga adopted the Crocs style. Oh, yeah. And they and had the platform Crocs. That was iconic. Yes, the platform Crocs, which were also seen in the... Um, camp exhibit at mm-hmm. the Met so I thought that was really cool to see something so ugly be brought to high fashion and then almost one of the highest standards in the art and fashion world mm-hmm. specifically that costume exhibit 
I one other thing that I do respect about Crocs is that they're waterproof. Yeah, well, that's why I would love it because I would always be going to the beach or like I remember I wore them to water park. I went through a water park phase. I went to this one water park like seven times in like three months and I would always wear them to the water park and it was just so handy. (laughs) So what the audience can take from this. (laughs) (laughs) Catherine really likes shoes that are up for all seasons, up for all tasks. Waterproof Birkenstocks, frogs. <laughs> She's ready to go. I know. Wow. Come to think of it, shoes is really the one thing that I'm willing to sacrifice in my outfit because I'll always, especially after I dyed my hair, I'll always style it. I'll always make sure that it looks good and I'll make sure that my outfit has some kind of statement with it. But my shoes, I'm like really ready to sacrifice. Like I'm walking around in my Nike slides all the time and people make fun of me for it, but I don't care. You do you. <laughs> do you think it hurts this podcast brand? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, okay. My honest opinion, this is just a little tidbit on all of these like polarizing fashion trends, is that if it's comfortable and you feel better in them, like that's already going to show through and you're already going to look better if you feel better. All oh, right, next what? up, bucket hats. Bucket hats. Have you ever owned a bucket hat? I've never owned one. Uh, A, because at the onset of the trend, I thought that it was not that cute. B, my head is really wide. And so I don't have a lot of hats that fit me. And C, I've seen a lot of articles about how it was originated in Black culture. And some people find it to be appropriation. Although I don't think it necessarily is because it's become so widespread at this point that it's not really considered appropriation. But yeah, for all of those reasons, I've never owned one and I probably never will. Although I'll sport it if it's like a merch type of situation. Like if I'm trying to rep someone's brand, I feel like it's a good way to do so. Would you consider my fur hat like a bucket hat? Yeah, in style. But not really, like, in nature. Does that make sense? (laughs) Because it looks like a bucket hat. And you know what it reminds me of is that Hannah Montana song that's like, what's that? A hat? Crazy, funky, junky hat. It's from Wizards of Waverly Place. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, so I do have a fur hat that is, I guess, of the bucket hat style. Before that, I would have never prescribed to the bucket hat trend. Like, I think the classic bucket hat that people think of is almost like a woven material. Mm-hmm. Um, would I wear that style? Probably not. Even my fur hat kind of took a lot <laughs> to wear. Uh, if it wasn't Catherine's dear support, I don't know if I would have been able to do it. <laughs> yeah, no, I actually really like that hat. I think I like that bucket hat because it's a unique type of bucket hat, but otherwise I find it to be like a little bit like mainstream. I think it's very juvenile, you know? Mm. I mean, typically I like things that make me feel like a little kid, but... Well, not, uh, like, I feel like more, though, like, not as in, like, a little kid, but as, like, fratty, like... Oh, yeah. um, Tailgate. One thing that I do think is going to be really in this year, especially when we were talking about predicting 2021 trends, is knitwear. And I do think knit bucket hats will really come about in spring summer next polarizing fashion trend utility vest 
Now, this came on the list because I was trying to do some research on what people usually find as polarizing fashion trends. But I honestly like utility vests. Like, I feel like it's a, kind of a cool vibe. You could wear it as just a top, a vest, or a jacket. Lots of possibilities. If I found one, I think it would be great. Claudia Saluski actually just had a haul from Red Up, I think, sponsored YouTube video, but um, she actually had a utility vest, which I didn't think she would be the one to prescribe to a trend like that, but she made it work. She wore it as just a top. I don't know if I would go out and buy one, although this conversation is kind of making me want to. Yeah, look, I feel like you could easily find one thrifting. Yeah. So that'll probably my, be my goal. But then I feel like it's a basic styling choice to put a long sleeve shirt underneath it and then wear baggy pants, and I wouldn't want it to look basic. Even if you found, like, um, like a really small one so that it's, like, somewhat cropped and wore that as a top, oh, like, just, like, a tank top. That's a good look. And then baggy pants, I think that would be cool. That's a good look, yeah. I think I like it because – I like the sound of it because it's androgynous, and I'm really mm. into androgynous fashion. Okay, I think one polarizing fashion trend is actually puffers. If it wasn't so popular right now, I don't know if it would be – so socially accepted Mm, yeah it's weird what do you think made it popular I think it was the Aritzia campaign (laughs) I concur the Aritzia campaign was very eye-catching and caught a lot of attention and they did have some celebrity representatives which I really think helped their cause I invested in the really long Canada goose jacket that's basically from my shoulder to my ankles Mm -hmm. and I mostly got it because I think it looks hilarious on people So I just wanted to be a part of that. Well, that was an excellent reflection. I enjoy hearing Otis's thoughts as always because it makes me better. It pushes me to be better. I.e., I might consider throwing away my Nike slides. As much as I judge Catherine for her Birkenstocks and slides, I still respect her opinion a lot. And it gives you insight into people who actually wear these trends. True. And if you didn't know people like that, then you wouldn't understand why it's so polarizing. (laughs) (laughs) True. Yeah, I guess it it becomes polarizing because of the people that wear them. Mm -hmm. Mm, Broader meta thought entering mind. (laughs) Well, Catherine, thank you for pushing my thinking. Great discussion. Pleasure doing business with you, Otis. Likewise. (laughs)